building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Okay, well, welcome, Giant Builders. I have a special guest today. I always say that, don't I? They're always special, but they're, I always find such wonderful people to talk to. And this is Victoria Scudder, and she is actually an author of children's books. So welcome. How are you today? Good, Lois. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. Well, tell me how you got into being an author of children's books. Okay. Um, so I have been a classroom teacher for many, many years, and I taught elementary school. I taught middle school, which was my favorite, absolute favorite. And I've taught college. I was an adjunct professor for a little while, um, history. So I've always enjoyed writing, always wanted to write. Um, I figured when I started finally making time to write, I would write some historical fiction. That would have been my first go-to because my graduate degree was in history my undergraduate was in education and I thought, well, I could put the two together. And being a middle school teacher, especially, I always enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed finding great historical fiction for my kids. And a lot of kids at that age, you know, middle school age, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, they're a little hesitant about history. Maybe it's so boring that I want to learn it. But if you can find some great fiction, really pulls them in. And when I was still teaching, my kids were always saying, Miss Scudder, Miss Scudder, when are you going to write a book? I'll get to it. Well, I ended up leaving teaching. Um, I love teaching. I didn't leave for any negative reasons, but I went into e-commerce and we do, was doing some other things with e-commerce and kind of went down that route, but I always still wanted to come back to this book. Well, in I have a, a separate business. Um, I have my own website. I, I sell Christmas ornaments. I'm a year-round e-commerce seller. And I had found that over the past year to two years, Little Red Farm Trucks were so crazy popular. I couldn't seem to have enough little red farm truck ornaments. So I got to thinking one day, I woke up with those weird thoughts that we get every now and again. I thought, you know, but I never see any farm trucks for girls. Now I need to clarify. I know in this day and age that we have girl toys, boy toys, mixed toys, neutral gender toys. I don't even want to get into a move. There's so much available for kids these days, but I really just wanted a girly girl truck. I just wanted something with pink and big old eyelashes and blue eyes. I just wanted something for the girls because when I was a kid, I was playing with matchbox cars and they were all green and blue. That was a long time ago. So I decided to write a children's book about a little red farm truck. And ironically, this book became a book that was um, for really little kids. And this one's geared towards kids about four to eight years old. So preschool, I've never taught preschool. I don't know how I got into this, you know, kind of young level writing, but I had so much fun with it. And when I told my middle school kids when I was doing this, they said, but you're supposed to write for us first. <laughs> so I ended up writing this book and this is the, I'll show you right here. This is Rosie the Farm Truck. So um, this book was my first book that I had written that I used a professional illustrator with. So that's how I got into that as aspect of children's book writing. Um, I had written something a couple of years ago that was a little bit different. And it wasn't really meant as a storybook. It was more of a book. And again, it kind of came from conversation with my middle school kids. And we were talking about the holidays and what you can do around the holidays. How can you get involved with your communities? 
And with that book, I ended up writing this one. So this was 24 Days Till Christmas for Kids. And it's How to Guarantee a Spot on Santa's Nice List. So I ended up putting that together. And that was another really fun project um, that even my middle schoolers got into, even though it's not necessarily geared for that age. So that was my first experimenting with writing. And I did it through Kindle Direct Publishing, which I think because of my e-commerce background was a natural direction for me. So KDP, so Kindle Direct uh, Publishing, is a way that you can go in, write your own book, um, illustrate your own book, or have someone do it for you and put it out there in a self-publishing format platform through Amazon that will help you get your books out there. You will get your own ISBN number. I mean, you're truly um, published. So it's it's a non-traditional way, you know, versus going through your publishing houses, but it's something that's a little bit more of a fast route. And it's been a really, really kind of neat learning experience because I found that, you know, you still You've got to put a great quality product out there. You can't just slap something together and just call it a day. And um, it's been really a, a, a great journey. And Rosie, my farm truck boy uh, book is brand new. That just came out about a week ago. And that was about a year and a half in the making. And I don't think it necessarily has to be that long by any means, but we kind of got wrapped up with COVID. My illustrator is overseas. So things got kind of a little weird for a little while and got a little derailed. But when we were finally able to get back on track and get everything pulled together, finally, she she was ready and went live. And to me, that is such a thrill at this point. Um, I've got my second story already in mind. My uh, illustrator has agreed to uh, illustrate my second book. So I want to put a series out with her. And uh, that's how I got started. Wow, that's exciting. So how does one go about finding an illustrator? Well, there are many ways to do it. So there are just incredible artists everywhere. I'm just, I'm not an artist. I I can sketch. (laughs) That's about all I can do. So um, I'm in many different groups on Facebook. And I, I think a lot of us are probably, if you are remotely in the e-commerce world or, you know, kind of online world at all, you you tend to network a lot online. And I really enjoy a lot of the Facebook groups. So I'm in a lot of different groups that have illustrators, writers, authors who collaborate together. So that's a great way to find different illustrators. Um, Many of them will also advertise their um, portfolios on services like Upwork or, Um, Fiverr is another really good one. So it's a a wonderful way to kind of go in and figure out, let's say in my case, I was looking for obviously a children's book illustrator, but I, I loved watercolor and I just pictured bringing this book alive in watercolor. I don't know why, no idea. I've never done it before. So I put a couple of different offers out there of what I was looking for. Someone who can just create Rosie, the red truck for me. And I had, I want to say three different illustrators that I reached out to based on their, you know, I was looking at their portfolios and their styles, what I liked, you know, what was it that jumped out at me. And then I had three different artists give me back their interpretation and you pay a nominal fee for that, you know, depending on each artist's, um, you know, price sheets, so to speak. And I did that. And the one that came back for my Rosie was just the one I fell in love with. And I was very lucky. She was super easy to work with, uh, very you know, great communication, very accommodating. I just, it was really such a pleasure working with her. Um, 
but that's the route I would go. Uh, I, I can't speak much of the more traditional route because I haven't published traditionally, but I can, I think in this day and age, there's so much opportunity out there online and so many organizations and groups and services that will connect you with other people. If you were an illustrator instead and wanted a writer, you can go through the same process, you know, like, Hey, here's my illustrated book, but I don't know how to write it or I don't want to write it or I have no clue how to put a sentence together. You know, you can go into some of these different services again, you know, Fiverr, Upwork, whatever the case may be and find a writer to put your story to life. So that's how that generally works, at least for as far as um, when you're looking at self-publishing like this. Well, that sounds really wonderful. So my understanding then is that you wrote the story, Mm -hmm. you found the illustrator, worked together to put the book together. Do you have to actually, I mean, you have to give the book publisher the layout of the page. Mm -hmm. You send that all to them and then people can just go online and order it and Mm -hmm. it's just directly shipped to them. Exactly. Exactly. So you've got to do all the work up front and get it just right. So you want to do your own editing. You've um, in my case, I worked, my illustrator was able to design her artwork so that I had space to put in the text. And, you know, then I would maneuver her illustrations around the text. And I used PowerPoint to actually put it together because it's just something that I'm very comfortable and familiar with. So I was able to really get it just the way I wanted, wanted that to be. And then in the case of Kindle Direct Publishing, they want one of their favorite formats is to put their uploads in PDFs, which is so common. So then I would just convert it to a PDF and upload it and made sure that it was ready to go. And then, you know, the layout had to be right. And when it comes to children's books, there are certain, I guess you can say rules. I, I, I don't know if there's a better word for that. Um, guidelines that you would want to have for a children's book. So a picture book, for example, is typically 32 pages. And when I realized why they do that, it has a lot to do with the way the book lays flat. So there's that middle mark. So they have this 32 page guideline on how they want picture books. Well, I never knew that before I started. So I did a lot of research first. You know, I really spent a lot of time learning what what the basic criteria was in the industry for for publishing children's books and making sure that I met those standards met those, you know, expectations first, checked, checked, double checked, got with some of my, you know, fellow writer friends and would put my rough drafts out there to say, okay, you know, what do I need to do? Okay, you should have this in the first person, you should have this in the third person, you know, there's just different ways of writing. And, but it was a, it's a, it's a complex process, but not a difficult process. I think some of the online publishing powerhouses now that are out there, they set you up in a way that gives you um, the support and the templates and the scaffolding so that you know exactly how to do it. There's some marketing built into it. So Amazon in this case, because KDP operates through Amazon or, or it's one of Amazon's branches, I guess you can say, they give you an opportunity to do some of your backend keywords. So you want to research what keywords and key terms people would be looking for and some of them will surprise you. So you want to use those in the back end, but then there's some of your own marketing too. So I do have ind- independent marketing that I use for my books and I do some independent ads for the books and um, have built a landing page for my book. So I, you know, I have that kind of separate marketing piece put in place so that I'm not counting on just Amazon to do that for me, because I think it's a very competitive field 
any kind of, I think, book writing is going to be very competitive. And I think something, especially like children's books, there's so many out there and you're really, you know, you're really competing at some amazing, super talented people. So you want to make sure you're really up there. Once again, you've overwhelmed me. All right. Um, So what is your landing page if somebody wants to come and specifically get your books? So mine is just www.victoria-scutter.com. So nice and simple. Um, And uh, that way you will find where I've published and some information there. I have a Facebook business page as well that'll be linked on that landing page and the the get videos in there. I just did a video the other day for Rosie when she first came out and I'm going to go ahead and start doing some readings from Rosie and I'll put that in the Facebook page, but you can get all of that from the landing page as well. And, uh, but yeah, www.victoria-scutter.com. Great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any closing thoughts? I would say if you have any interest in writing, any interest at all, in authoring a book now is the best time to do it. There's just this world, I think in e-commerce today and the options we have online are endless. I can't even imagine what will be offered five years from now, you know, 10 years from now, but it's, there's a lot of support out there. So if you are that burning author, or if you're that illustrator, you want to get it out there, get into Facebook, find some groups, Find some groups in the niches you want to be a part of. So if you are a, let's say you want to be a romance writer, go in there and find those fake Facebook groups. You know, if you want to, I love to read mystery and suspense. So, you know, get into some of those. I don't know if I can actually write it. Am I? Maybe. Who knows? But, um, you know, get into those groups. I, I have learned, honestly, more from being in these different professional groups and organizations. I have found that so many people want to help. You know, I think by nature, we want to help people. By nature, I think we want other people to succeed. And I very rarely found any kind of competition or anything like that within the groups. It's more like, hey, I'm struggling with this line. I can't quite get it to sound just right. What do y'all think? Or, you know, um, you know, here are two scenarios that I'm thinking what resonates with you the most. It's just a great sounding board to start off with. So I think you can learn a lot that way. And then once you're ready, start, start writing, just get it out there or start drawing, you know, whatever it is you, you want to do. And then um, start looking into your options. You know, KDP is just one that I really love. I think it's just so user friendly. And um, great. Well, show us those books again. Sure. <laughs> um, so here's the newest. This is Rosie the Farm Truck. Okay. And this story is a story that has a kind of a feel good Christmas idea to it. Rosie is a doll. She's a sweetheart. Um, She learns some lessons during the book about her own confidence. She learns 